Support comes from the Janice Hawkins Cultural Arts Park on the main campus of Troy University. Featuring the International Arts Center, the Fred Nall Hollis Museum, and the Hua Baozhu Gallery. More information at troy.edu slash artspark. It's the Talk of Troy. Voices and sounds from the campuses of Troy University. I'm Marissa Lacey. Board games can be a great way to unwind with friends and family. But it turns out they're also effective in the classroom, as producer Brendan Bryan reports. Instead of reading a textbook, Troy professor Scout Bloom has her students play and learn about board games to add context to moments in history. Monopoly, for instance, was created in 1903 by an anti-capitalist hoping to steer people away from real monopolies. For Bloom, board games help her students better understand race, social, and gender roles at different points in the past. You can have history that's written in a book. You can have a movie, Schindler's List, about the Holocaust. That's a part of history. And you can have board games. And now Bloom is developing her own board game, Rising Waters. It's set during the 1927 Mississippi flood, and students must navigate the disaster, portraying the people who experienced it. I have the players play from the perspective of African Americans. There are very, very few games that do that for players. And I felt it was important to represent that perspective there. Central Michigan University intends to release Rising Waters later this summer. For Professor Bloom, games enhance the educational experience in the classroom, and she has another goal. What I want to do is to be an advocate for other game designers coming up and to try to make sure that there are spaces for women to design and get published and for people of color to design and get published. I want to, you know, help be an advocate in in whatever way I can. For more information on Troy history professor Scout Bloom and her educational use of board games, visit Troy.today. For the Talk of Troy, I'm Brendan Bryan. This is going to be the beginning of the performance. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Troy University has a new majorette dance group performing in the style of historically black colleges and universities. And the Sapphire team is welcoming everyone to join, as producer Jalen Thomas reports. Okay, so there are some qualifications a student needs to earn a spot on the team. A sapphire dancer can be someone that carries class, confidence, and a whole lot of personality. That's Junior Human Services Major Jordan Yates. She started the dance group to bring something new to the table. HBCU Major at Dance is one of a kind, and it's something that I felt like Troy University needed because we're only used to seeing one particular style of dance. Junior exercise science major Kamaya Taylor says performing with Sapphire has been like having a new family. The goal is for it to be a big, diverse family. A lot of people expect it to be one type. We are not just by one style, one race. It really brings you to see different people's characteristics and what they can bring to the dance team. And that includes Troy Public Radio producer, Ari Hightower. Jordan Sapphire, Hightower was worried about what others might think. But I have to remember that I'm expressing myself and being myself, so... It's, it's difficult still, but I'm, I'm still confident. For more information on the Sapphire Dance Team and performances, 
Visit them on Instagram by searching for Troy U. Sapphire Dance. I'm Jalen Thomas. This story was co-produced by Area Hightower. I'm Marissa Lacey, and you've been listening to The Talk of Troy, a production of Troy Public Radio. The Talk of Troy is Troy University's official podcast, available at NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts.